Now, it's not many young people who, uh, when out shopping with cash in their pocket to buy the latest gadget, decide to instead give the money to those less fortunate than themselves. But that's exactly what my next guest did when uh, in the mall with his mum, ready to buy an iPad, he made the decision to rather donate the 4,000 rand to a group of children in need of sports equipment. Since that gesture, Catlejo has gone on to set up the NPO Catlejo's Give to Talent. And uh, on the line to tell us more about it is the man himself. Self, uh, Katleko Mahale. Welcome. Thank you so much for staying up and talking to us this evening. How are you? Hi, Sarah. I'm fine. Thanks for yourself. Yeah, I'm well. I'm well. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Uh, so I uh, I was explaining there a little bit um, in, in the intro there, a little bit about you and a little bit about how uh, Give to Talent came about. But let's. Yeah. it's always better to hear these things straight from the horse's mouth. So so take us back to that time. You'd, you'd, been, you'd been studying abroad. You'd gone to go and, and do a programme abroad, hadn't you? Um, yes. So um, I was... I was about 16 at the time, and I had just come back from New York um, where, where I was attending a, a leadership program, and I hadn't spent any of the money that I got, that kind of like my spending money while I was there, surprisingly. So when I got back here, I thought to myself, well, I really want an iPad. Um, so as we're walking through the shops with my mom to see the prices of the iPad and like what I want, I really can't explain what happened, but something like literally walking in the mall, something just kind of happened. And I just thought to myself, you know what? I probably don't really need an iPad. I could probably do something a lot more useful with the money. Um, and because I'm somebody who's always loved sports and I played soccer um, as a young person, I, I played soccer for the school and for clubs. Um, I thought to myself, I, I would love to do something with the money that that um, them relates to uh, sports. Um, and then, funny enough, I found out about a team in um, Philippi of, of kids who were deaf. And I thought to myself, oh, wow. Um, and so when I went to go see the team, I saw that all of the players had hardly any soccer boots. Like, one or two had a pair, and they would interchange between each other. Um, and I thought to myself, these kids need soccer boots, and that's what I'm going to do with, with the money. And after I bought them soccer boots, I just thought to myself, well, there must be more kids who, who experience the same thing and also need sports equipment. And that's where it all started. Sure. Absolutely inspiring. Absolutely incredible. So once you'd, uh, once you'd bought the, the initial, the initial uh, boots for, uh, for, the, for the youth team uh, that, and you thought to yourself, that there must be more, how did, how did you then go about setting up uh, the NPO? Um, well, I thought to myself, because originally that was all with um, uh, my money. Um, and after that, I thought, well, I don't have any more money to buy other kids things. Um, but I thought to myself, I would imagine people would love to donate something like this. Um, and I figured no one's just going to give a 16-year-old money, um, but they will definitely give an organization. And so I just went online and started researching how about a person goes starting an NPO? Um, I got a name and, and registered. Oh, this is with the help of my mom, of course. Um, I, I, I got a name registered. I went about um, getting the NPO registered. And then I just went around to, to, to churches, um, schools, just like trying to like spread the word about what my vision and my and my heart was for my organization. Um, and then 
I don't know, hearts just kind of opened up because they saw this young 16, 17-year-old wanting to make a difference and hearts opened up. People donated. Um, I, I started hearing about more teams in the townships and then I, I just started donating as um, teams started popping up and as money and 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 second-hand donations started coming in. I just figured, well, here we go, and I just started donating more. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. And what has the response the response been over the years? Um, it's been really, really been crazy. I think I was I was riding a wave for the first few years because I was I was a teenager, and 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 everyone was just so excited about seeing a teenager trying um, to make a difference. Um, I I ended up you know seeing news. Newspaper articles, magazines. I was on TV once, which I never imagined would ever happen in my life. Um, I ended up on TV once, um, and yeah, just um, in, in the amount of media exposure, I was I was getting the first few years. I was really just blown away, and the money that would come through, and, and anonymous donors would give like massive amounts of of. Of money, and then just like random people who see me and say, "Hey, I, I heard about your organization. Here's a hundred grand. That's all I have, but I hope it helps." So um, you really I'll saw just... the full the full spectrum of human kindness there. Yeah, yeah, I really did, and it was a real blessing. Um, it was a real blessing. What's what's your plan for the future? Obviously, this uh, uh, gift to talenters has is and has been hugely successful. Um, but where would you like to see things going uh, in the next couple of years? Um, I mean, my my vision for the organisation has um has grown so much as I've as as I've grown as as well. So more than just donate. I want to start mentorship programs um, within the soccer teams because I realize that these kids, I don't want them to to just go there and just learn soccer. I would love for them to. I want them to learn about being being a good team player. I want them to learn about respect. All these things that they could and, and that they could apply anywhere in their life. Um, in the workplace, at school, um, and so I would love to start mentorship programs. I would love to also be able to offer to help kids find um, scholarships and 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 bursaries to find um, schools that would go to and to be able to like study um, after matric. And then otherwise, I'd just love to continue to donate to more teams outside of uh, in Cape Town as well. I'd love to to help teams in Johannesburg, um, in the free state. I'm from the free state, so it's always been in my heart to be able to go back to where I'm, I'm, I'm originally from and help our teams there and just really spread the organization. I just um, go to different places and be able to donate to more teams. Um, but yeah, I'd love to start a, a mentorship program and be able to like open up doors for kids to be able to find bursaries and scholarships to go to university. And uh, speaking of university now, I know that you're currently studying. Tell us a little bit more about about you personally, about you, about your studies, and and what you hope to achieve for yourself in the future. Well, um, I am 
I'm currently doing my second year this year. We haven't started classes yet, funny enough, um, but I'm going to be a second year. I'm doing a Bachelor of um, Arts degree in in Sociology and Community Development. Um, I chose it just because when I was reading about the modules and, and just what it's about, it just fell right along the lines of the things that I'm really passionate about, which is number one, com- community development, because um, I love things that are about building community, building people, um, empowering people, and then just understanding um, the science behind groups of people, how they think, how they work. Um, I also study psychology um, as well, because I love to understand how people think um, and, and understand the human mind and, and behavior better. And so sociology so study groups of, of, of people and how groups of, of people behave and understand and do things. And so um, all of that tied in with the community development just made sense to me and it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I'm doing it through, um, through Cornerstone Institute because I love the way they teach and I love what what they believe. Um, and so when I heard about Cornerstone and the program, I decided that is the place I want to be. Um, and it gives me opportunity as well to focus on my organization while um, I study as well. Um, so yeah, I'm also big on on leadership development, and so me and 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 one of my friends are starting a mentorship program as well um, called Enrich um Program, and so that's something we must end up busy working on this year. Tell us a little bit, Katlejo, um, about your background, because it's, as I said in the intro, it's not every young person that would do what you did um, when you had a bit of cash in their pocket. It's not every young person that would, would continue then to see something like uh, Give to Talent through to, to become the success that it has. Um, just tell us a little bit then about about where you're from, about your family. And I mean, your parents must be incredibly proud of you. Yeah, um, I mean, I grew up with um, a, a single parent. Um, I never really knew my dad, and I, I met him later on in life, and I only met him once um, or twice, I think. Um, very brief meetings both times, and I was quite old, and um, so I was I was raised by my mom, um, and. I can't say we struggled a lot, to be honest, um, but I did always see my mom working really hard to make sure that I was able to go to a good school and we were able to live um, comfortably. Um, and even to this day, all I see is her working really hard. I have a little sister as, as well who is on eight. And so I've just learned from from, from her the value of um working hard, um, and she is a giver. Um, I've always seen her give to family back home, um, put other kids through, through school the best she can. And so I think my heart for giving, I really got from my mom. Um, so I was raised by her, and I've always been a quiet kid. Um, I used to stutter. I still kind of stutter right now, but I used to stutter a lot. Um, and then when I when I started serving in my local church, 
something happened and all of a sudden I ended up speaking and for some reason I would start her off stage but the moment I'd be on stage I would be fluent um, and so I started serving in my local church as well um, just in the youth ministry as a youth store um, so I've always been serving in the church um, my mom raised me in the church so I've always been a boy who loves church um, so I've been serving in the church um, and then I just started my organization. And otherwise, I've, I'm a I'm a very quiet person, um, shy by nature, but I've been pushed into things that go against my nature. Mm, mm. Because I mean, presumably, doing what you do means that you have to uh, you have to deal with people. You have to you have to uh, obviously go and introduce yourself to, to people and and meet people on a daily yeah. basis and and donors, yeah, etc. I mean, that must have that will certainly serve you well in the future, I'm sure. But I, I imagine if, as you say, you're quite a shy person, it must have sort of nudged you out of your comfort zone somewhat. Very, very, very much so. And I think that's what I've really appreciated most about this experience is that trying something new has now pushed me completely out of my comfort zone. And now almost the, the, the every day of my life, what has become what was something that I would never do has now somehow become part of my everyday life. Now I'm, I have to make myself talk to people every day. You know, if I see somebody who is probably a potential person who would buy into my vision, I have to be bold and walk up to that person and say, hi, this is my name, this is my organization. Would you like to get involved? If there's an opportunity for me to speak on a stage, I just don't go for it. Um, and all these things that were never part of my nature are now part of my everyday reality. And I think when you try something new, um, it's always going to be a, a blessing because you never know where um, it could take you on the comfort zones, I think. Like cages, um, it could keep you locked up and you never really get to experience new things. Kadlecho, it has been it has been an absolute joy speaking to you, and and you really are such an inspiration. And uh, in in a in a way that I hope you don't find patronising for somebody so young, uh, you, you really are um, you really are do, doing a fantastic job. Before I let you go, if there's anybody that's been listening in and thinks I'd really like to help out, I'd really like to get involved with with uh, Kadlecho's get uh, give to talent. How can they get in touch with you, or how can they get involved? Well, um, we. We have a Facebook page called um, Kakleho's Gift to Talent, um, K-A-T-L-E-H-O, um, and and then give give the number two talent, or my email address, which is katzbule, K-A-T-Z-P-U-L-E, at, at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so either through the Facebook page or through emailing me, um, those would work. Wonderful stuff. Well, once again, uh, thank you so much for for staying up into the. Although, as a student, I'm sure you're 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 more than familiar with half past one in the morning. It's this. It's oh, us. Yeah. It's us older types that struggle. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, and and it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Katla Mahalo. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you.